Answers on FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Hey there, hi there, ho there. We're as happy as can be. Oh, no, wait. That's the Do Mickey, I look happy, Howard? That's the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> that's the Mickey Mouse Club. Never mind. <laughs> good morning, Grand Valley, and welcome to the show. It is a Friday edition of our big gig, 710, 10 minutes after the hour. Swing and Soiree stays with you till 10 o'clock, and then we head off for our weekend, and hopefully you will be here with us throughout most of the morning. Uh, give us as much time as you can. If you give us 10 minutes, I'm happy, but it's good when you can stick around the whole morning long because we have a lot of things to talk about, and half the stuff we talk about we don't even know we're going to talk about because that's the way it works. Bob Slider is here. I'm Howard Monroe. We trust you know who you are. You are welcome to join us on the Freostack auction service text line at 304-214-1600, 304-214-1600, or the phone line 304-232-8255. Warming up more than it has been the last couple of days, Bob. 44 within Ohio County Airport. 40 at the Highlands, 38 in my backyard. You're still telling me it's 35 here? Yeah, maybe it's time to whack this yeah, thing. Can you kick that thermometer? I'm not sure, but it says 35 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to be a nice day. Sunny, high around 55 today. Uh, might see some rain tomorrow in the afternoon. Uh, high tomorrow, close to 60, though, and a lot of rain on Sunday. In fact, at one point, National Weather Service had a hazardous weather outlook for us, and I wondered what the heck it was. It was anticipating so much rain on Sunday, it could be a bit of a problem. So it could be and, a, and a again, rainy Sunday. I look at it as if it would be colder, we'd have a hell of a lot of snow. There. Yes, and I think snow. Maybe. Snow, maybe by the tail end of the weekend. So um, start say Adam. Adam is on vacation. Tyler's in, uh, coming up a little bit later on this morning. Here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Uh, what do we have to talk about today? Uh, in just a minute, I'll share my thoughts on this. Three of the four gubernatorial candidates in West Virginia debated last night. I thought it was a good debate, and I thought if you watched it, you had a real good sense of each of the three individual candidates. We'll talk about that. Ohio's recreational marijuana laws took effect yesterday, but lawmakers already are working on changes to those laws. Megan Henry from the Ohio Capital Journal will be in to talk about that. The team from Uniglobe, Ohio Valley Travel, joins us. Jennifer is in today to talk about a cruising. She's got back from a, a, a cruise. She'll talk about that and some of the ones they have coming up. And, of course, it's a Friday, the Friday Roundtable. Newspaper editor John McCabe looks at the Streetscape Project, homelessness, Mayor Elliott's future, all of that for us here on the show. Then Bob and I have our highlights of the week and uh, all the good stuff coming up. So that's what we have to look forward to. Steelers played last night? Really? Did I? Yes. Just don't, just, just, I, don't, I don't have that shocked look still on my uh, my uh, face here, Howard. They're not recovering yet? Well, they got beat again. I mean, it just uh, it wasn't even close. Uh, this is two games well, in a row. 111 to 88 or what? 111 to 8 was Wasn't it? that bad. But this is two games in a row where they played at home. Uh, the team that they were playing only had two wins on the season. The bookmakers thought so much of the Steelers that they made them six-point 
favorites. They never led in the game, and uh, no, the Steelers uh, did not win. Howard. Yeah. Well, you have details and slider on, or maybe you won't. I don't know. Maybe maybe the best thing to do is to, just, is to, is to skip it over. Seven twelve in the morning here on the Watchdog Morning Show. The uh, gubernatorial debate last night. Three of the four uh, Republican candidates for governor all gathered in the Metro News studios, and Hoppy did a tremendously good job of trying to get them to answer a wide variety of questions. Hoppy went from uh, roads and education uh, to will you live in the governor's mansion to uh, immigration, abortion, LGBTQ stuff. It was a good round of subjects that Hoppy uh, got the candidates to go on record with. I will say the candidates all were gentlemanly. It was a pretty nice, pleasant debate. Um, nobody stood up and you know threatened to punch each other. However, they did pretty much stand up and threaten to punch one other guy, Bob. The guy wasn't there. Patrick Morrissey. They actually said they wish they could punch him? No, they didn't quite say it like that. But, I mean, they, the two of the men, especially Chris Miller, the businessman, and Moore Capito, really went after Morrissey. Morrissey did, was not there, as we know. We talked about it yesterday. For whatever reason, uh, he says well, he's going to wait until the official filing deadline. Then he'll do debates. Uh, for whatever reason, he wasn't there. It, it, I, listen, I put down winners and losers. I did a piece about that over at HowardMonroe.net, and I talked about it on Metro News last night. Um, Morrissey, the big loser, because he wasn't there. Because if you did watch this debate last night or listen to it on the radio, you would have gotten a really good sense of the three candidates who were there. You'd have a much better idea of who you might be willing to vote for come this fall if you're a Republican and voting in the Republican primary. But you had no chance to consider Patrick Morrissey because he wasn't there. And then on at least two different occasions, uh, they went after him. They went after him pretty hard for his um, uh, – I haven't heard the carpetbagging thing for a while, but for basically being an out-of-state guy and then for having not done a good job with the opioid deal. And, boy, I think it was um, – I think it was more Capito who said that, that you know, uh, Morrissey had created a sweetheart deal for himself and that uh, you know he could have done so much better. Chris Miller, the businessman, kept saying, I'm a negotiator. I know how to make this work. And uh, Morrissey just dropped the ball. So clearly the loser, uh, in my mind, uh, was Morrissey. And I, I think, Bob, I'm going to say the big winner last night was Chris Miller. Chris Miller is the businessman, car dealer from Huntington, Charleston. Um, and he's the big winner because... Most of us in this part of the state and many parts of the state don't know him. And we had a chance to get to see him, to hear his arguments. He was very articulate in what he believes. Now, he is a very far-right conservative. Uh, cut the income tax to zero on day number one. Cut the bloated bureaucracy, that's his phrase, uh, in the education community. Um, a real far-right, strong conservative. But you got that sense. He was very clear, very clear what he was all about. He defined himself very well. And for those of us, I'd never seen the man. I'd never physically seen the man. So uh, now I have a better idea of who he is. And I thought up until one moment, Bob, up until one moment, I thought Mac Warner did a tremendous job last night. Secretary of State Mac Warner he actually came close to talking about policies. He talked about education. He talked about um, a variety of other issues that, that were like 
policy issues. When Chris Miller said, well, we want to cut the income tax to zero on day one, Max said, wisely, if you do that, how are you going to pay the state's bills? You're, you're, you're taking the money away from the state. Mac was really, really good. He was the only guy I felt looked and sounded like a chief executive right up until, right up until Hoppy asked all of them if they believe the election was stolen in 2020. And we know because we talked to him this week. Mac said yes. And Mac went a bit further last night. He said the CIA stole the election. And in the post-debate analysis, most of the commentators said, man, that was kind of like where you stopped and took a deep breath and said, holy mackerel. Um, so, I, I, But I, I guess given what it was, which was a Republican debate in a very blood-red Republican state where uh, the Trump is king, if you will, um, I, I guess Mac did the best. I guess he, he did the best. So uh, if you watch the debate, I'd love to hear your reaction, 304-214-1600, if you would like to. Uh, give me your thoughts or give us a call, 304-232-8255. Uh, you told me you slept in so you didn't, or slept late so you didn't get to see this, this or anything else, I guess. I did not, Howard, and I, I you know, did the usual, I'll get up for the Steeler game and woke up in shock that it was uh, 9 o'clock. What time did uh, you guys get rolling? The the uh, the debate itself was seven o'clock, and then the post debate analysis was between eight and nine. Uh, I was there. Danny Jones was there. Jeff Jenkins, Marsha Kavalik from the Eastern Panhandle and Metro News, and uh, Dave Wilson. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I'm sure it's a friendly rivalry, but Dave Wilson was mod was was the moderator. Okay. Dave fills in for Hoppy when he's gone, and then he Hoppy came in as a guest on the post-game analysis and uh dave said something along the lines of well hoppy uh you know uh, i see you over there you're over there in the guest chair today you're over there and i'm here in the big chair is this what it's like in the big chair hoppy said yeah that's what you've been trying to get for a while was that big chair that's what it is and then when he made a comment at the end he said you know and uh, hoppy thanks for being a guest on the show hoppy said i'm only a guest for tonight I'll be the host again tomorrow. I just got the, I got the impression he was saying to Dave Wilson, "Don't don't be aiming for my job too fast. Don't 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 come after my job too fast." So I got to ask you, Howard Monroe. Okay, when 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 Mac started going that way, leaning that way, why didn't you say, "Well, Mac, let's nip this in the bud right now." Let me ask you, how much of that election do you think? was stolen and who stole it let's take two minutes let's 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 hear what you really really think on the the lack the last uh, presidential election did you consider that well i i, I the, the way this worked it was only hoppy or dave uh dave only hoppy was asking the questions and I didn't get involved. All the rest of us didn't get involved until the post. Afterwards, did yes. you bring that up afterwards? I did. Bring, I did. I certainly did bring that up afterwards. And again, uh, I think most folks kind of agree with me. It was a bit of a shocker. Not that he said election denier, but the CIA stole the election. That's the first time I've heard him say that. Um, then he went down some weird, real weird rabbit hole. Uh, you know, one of these right wing conservative things you hear in the conspiracy theories about. I don't even, I'm making this up, you know. You remember when uh, Johnny Caboli had some information to give, but uh, Frank Overholy uh, hid it from us. Yeah. I mean, it was just, yes, I did bring it up. I certainly did bring it up. Because my point was, until he got to that point, I think without question, Mac Warner did the best job last night. 
they all were good. They all presented themselves well, and they all gave their point of view. Look, we live in West Virginia. Every one of them is a Trumpy. Every one of them is far right. Some are farther right than others. Chris Miller was clearly the farthest to the right. Um, so you, you live with that. So they're all they're all right wing. But I thought Mac, and and we talked about it with Mac on our show the other day. Maybe I gave him the idea. Mac talked about policy, not just you know I want to be the conservative leader. He talked about when I'm governor, these are things I would like to do, and I'm I'm. Yes, 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 yes. And remember, the CIA stole the election. <laughs> no, no, no. And, and Howard, uh, Mac, Mac is uh, no stranger to the show, and I'm sure he'll be on uh, again. And But I'm, I'm wondering, if he does go that route and he does say the election was stolen, hell, he might go up in the numbers then in this that's, state. Listen, that's the problem. That is absolutely – you're right. I mean, I had to – I mentioned this on the post-debate analysis. I do my very best in a case like that to be fair and objective and say, all right, this is a Republican debate. Here is how I assess how these Republican candidates did. Old Monroe here, I ain't voting for none of them, okay? If I was, I'd be voting for Mac. CIA stealing the election notwithstanding. Um, But that's not my cup of tea. The one thing that staggered me staggered me and i was on for a little while and then uh, everybody else was in studio i was on by remote so at some point they let me go uh i bring that up because later on denny jones said i wish howard monroe was still here i really want to talk more to him about this and what because i said what staggered me staggered me hoppy said does the fact that donald trump is under 91 criminal indictments concern you at all and they all said oh no it's not a big deal ah it's not a big deal he's good for the state he did good for us he'll do good for us yeah that's it's all just noise and i said this is staggering to me i get where they're coming from so you got to kind of sort of say something like i would have been okay if they had said listen i think donald trump is the better candidate and i'm going to vote for donald trump and i think he'll be good for the state I am a little concerned about the fact that he may end up being criminally convicted, and that would be a whole different story. But as things stand right now, I think I support him. But but the fact that he's under indictment is, is a little bit concerning. Nobody said that. They all said, oh, pshaw. Oh, pshaw. Don't you get the idea, Howard, that they won't be as brave, and I'm talking about the Republican Party, which I am a registered member if things start to really go bad for Trump, where it looks like, man, he's not going to – they're going to turn on him like a pack of piranhas, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I think that certainly is yeah, – there, there, there will come a time when it won't be old Peshaw anymore. Um, but will be for the bum in jail. <laughs> <laughs> but I brought this up. Dave Wilson said to me, he said, well, Howard, what do you expect in West Virginia? This is a Republican primary in West Virginia. What do you expect them to say? Again, what I expected them to say was something like, you know, I expect them to hedge their bets, to say something like, no, no, Trump is the guy. I'm going to vote for Trump. I think he's good for us. I am a little concerned about these indictments, and we'll have to see how this whole thing plays out. But, but I, I'm, you know, they could have done that. Um, and I must say, I believe all of the panel members last night, at one point or another, said, I think Howard hit the nail on the head. It, it, it's they, they don't even show an interest in 
it, it, they don't even care. It's like it, it, it literally. They said it's just it's just it's just a bunch of noise, just a bunch of noise, scary stuff. This did not come from our debate. It came from the debate on the the uh, Republican presidential debate. Uh, but I love this. Chris Christie uh, earlier this week uh, said, and he got booed because it's a Republican. And he got booed. He said, "Picture in your minds election day. You all head to the polls to vote." And that's something Donald Trump will not be able to do because he will already have been convicted of felonies and his vote will be taken away. And you can vote for him, but he can't vote for himself. Now, he got booed, not off the stage, but he got booed roundly by everybody who's there. But that's the kind of comment that I, I would expect people to make. Maybe that's too strong for a Republican Party. I remember it last night in the Republican in the uh, uh, West Virginia debate. But, you know, acknowledge this could go. This could go south really bad. I've been saying that all along, Howard. And um, and they didn't. So if you, I don't know if I don't know if Metro News is archiving that debate someplace or not at wvmetronews.com. I hope they are, uh, because uh, it is worth your watch. If you have an interest in the governor's race, and you are among those who just aren't totally sure, watch it again. For those of us in the, this panhandle, uh, uh, you get a much better sense of who Chris Miller is. Um, he, pre- he presented himself very well. Very far right. I mean, he just he frustrated me. His positions are like to me, but he did a good job of presenting them. And again, I'm I'm real serious about this. Mac Warner was the guy that to me seemed like a governor, seemed like the guy I could see in the governor's mansion. Right up until he said the CIA stole the election, and then, and then, and then yeah, there we go. So I don't know if you can watch this online or not. I hopefully you can. I'm sure that Hoppy will talk about it a lot coming up today on statewide talk line. Um, and uh, if you saw the debate, watched the debate, heard the debate, uh, please feel free to uh, text or call and uh, let me know what you thought. Let's see what do I have here off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line. Trump supporters will never turn on him. Well, unfortunately, I guess that's that's what we're hearing. No, that's not true, Bob. They, they at some time, as you have said, there will come a time when they will. Yeah, and, and the supporters will, the fanatics, the nut jobs, the wackadoos. Well, maybe they won't. Yeah, but but you're going to see uh, everybody short of the very far cra- the far crazies. At some point, when Donald Trump starts, you know, putting on the orange jumpsuit figuratively speaking, some are going to go, geez, maybe this is not the best guy. I think we'll start seeing his family turn on him. I think that's oh, I what's going to so. be next. There are already like little bits of that in some of the testimony and some of the things. Uh, let's see. Howard, I think Dave Wilson is better than your bromance, Hoppy. Ooh. Well, all right, then. Uh, let's see. A Frio Stack auction service text line 304-214-1600. Howard, well, I mentioned this actually earlier this week. When we hear Chris Miller, we think of Chris Miller furniture, which is true. That's true. Uh, he is a uh, so there is a name recognition, even though this is a different Chris Miller. Well, I, maybe that's true. I mean, that that's you know, but but this is a very different Chris Miller. Um, very very different. Uh, let's see. Eighty-two million people are nut jobs. Okay, I'm totally sure what that means, but there you go. And off the Frio Stack auction service text line. <laughs> this is the way the world goes here on this radio show, all right? And it's okay. 
governor's debate, important stuff. CIA stole the election. Uh, Morrissey uh, is a carpetbagger. Important things. Frio Stack, auction service text line. Howard, how was your Chinese yesterday? <laughs> Do you like General So's chicken? Uh, yes, my, my, the Chinese was fine. I, all the boys went together. Uh, my, my three boys and uh, Tyler, uh, one of Justin's sons, Justin's son. So the, all the boys were together. We went to uh, Wen Wu, had, which is one of your favorite places. It is. It's, it's terrific. And you know, Howard, you'll share with us. Uh, Teddy will get irritated with you. You'll say a particular thing. When, when my boys were, were young and we'd go to the uh, Chinese restaurant, I would always say General Tiso, and they would just oh. go bananas. <laughs> you were doing it on purpose, right? Oh, yeah. Give me some of that. Ge- that General yeah. Tiso is really, yeah. really yeah. good. Yeah. And yeah. they would yeah. just, get, yeah. again, come on, Dad. Yeah. I, I do that. I do that a lot. I purpose, and then and then Teddy goes, "Granddad, Granddad." Ah, oh. the thing these days, as I've told you before, is I I quack. We drive through Wheeling Park, and I roll the windows down because there's still geese in the park these days. And I quack, and he'll go, "Granddad, there are people looking at you. They're looking at you while you quack." Uh, anyway, so so all right. Um, uh, so do I like General So's chicken? Yes, I do. Or General Tiso's chicken, if you want to look at it that way. Chinese was good. And since you ask about me, I'll ask about Mr. Slider. Did you get your uh, hot dogs yesterday? I did. I went to Uncle Pete's and uh, had that uh, special. And it, it was really good. If you blindfolded me would I said, that's Louie's, that's Louie's, I would not. Uh, it, it, it's close. Uh, we talk about it, Howard. You, you, you report it that the sauce is really good. Mm-hmm. It is really good. And it was a great lunch. There was nothing left there when I was done. And uh, and I asked him, can you please hide that mustard a little bit? You know, b- bury the mustard. But they gave you your mustard and your and your onions? They did. They, they, did, they did it exactly like I asked. All right, good. All right, so we have gone through the gubernatorial debate, a bad Steeler game last night, and... and uh, lunch report. Lunch report. <laughs> we've, we've covered all the bases here on the Watchdog Morning Show. It's almost 7.30. Coming up on Metro News Hotline... On the Thursday Hotline, Jermaine Lucier will check in with news on the biggest movies and TV shows. Larry Gross will be by to talk about Mountain Stage and its season wrapping up. Amy Smith will have your weekend stock market report. And Kevin Kender from Blue Gold News with reaction to the WVU Pitt basketball game. Plus your text in or out and the question of the day. Metro News Hotline, weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. See you. 
conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. This is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And a new one just begun. And so this is Christmas. Songs, great song. Very, very, very nice Christmas. John Lennon. Um, boy, it brings back memories, I guess, from a bygone day. How long has he been gone? I think that was uh, 80. Sounds about right. Today is the anniversary, so uh, whatever it was, uh, either I think it was 80, so that'd be 20, what, 43 years then? Wow. Wow. Um, Mark David Chapman? I'm trying to remember the guy's name and shot him. Yeah, Howard, I'm just not feeling it this year. Usually this time when I'm on the radio with you, I always make a wise crack about, well, you know, the real tragedy that he didn't plug uh, Yoko when Yoko, he had a chance yeah. at it. But I'm just really not feeling it now. Just just, it's just tragedy, you know, just it's so young and, and to be gunned down for nothing. Yeah, and, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. You're right. Absolutely. Just. And and listen to the music here, just this this music and much others too. And I'm not one of those guys that say what what might have been, what could have been, but what could have been. Yeah. Well, you wonder, you do wonder what what could have, what you know, what more there would have been to come. Uh, something for, we know something. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's uh, you know the one thing I remember the most about that day. Um, of course, I remember the fact that he was. You know, I remember I remember Walter Cronkite announcing it. Do you remember that? Walter Cronkite was on the CBS Evening News. What what guys like me remember? Howard Cosell uh, cut into Monday Night Football. I, I remember, yes, I do. And he remember said, that. Uh, "Dead O A, dead on arrival." Yeah, and that's how it ended. Um, Walter Cronkite opened up the CBS Evening News that night and said, "The death of a man who sang and played a guitar." Dominates all other news in the world tonight. You do a great Walter Cronkite is dead. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I because I just I was the death of a man who 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 sang and played a guitar dominates all the news in the world tonight, and that was a that was a great opening. Uh, that's how the CBS Evening News opened under Walter Cronkite that uh, that night. So, all right. Well, are we doing Beatles or just throwing that one in? You know, that was my thought, and I looked and I looked and I looked, and there's just not. not I couldn't find anything. Not that many. I, Beatles. I, I couldn't find it on YouTube. So uh, maybe there is a CD out there, but I couldn't find it. Out. I'm trying to think of other Be- Christmas Beatles Christmas songs. Probably, I'm guessing probably each of them have a song. Maybe you know, probably like, could have hey, done George that. George yeah. has one, or Paul. But nothing pops to my mind either, other than this one. All right, 735, 25 to the hour. Coming up in the next hour of the show, we'll talk to Megan Henry. She was with us not too long ago. She is with the Ohio Capitol Journal. Yesterday was the official beginning of legalized recreational marijuana in Ohio. But uh, the legislature is already beginning to tinker with it and making some proposed changes. We'll see what uh, those changes are. Megan's been covering the story for the Ohio Capital Journal. She is with us next hour. And, of course, we'll go traveling like we do every Friday. Uh, Jennifer is in today from Unigloval Ohio Valley Travel. She's just back from a cruise. You know, I think I, 
I know I know it's actual work for him, but wouldn't it be kind of fun to be a travel agent? Just you know, I have to. I have. Sorry, my my job takes me on my fourth cruise of the year this year, or I have to go out to Yellowstone this year. So she's just back from a cruise, and she'll tell us about that coming up in the next hour. It's seven thirty-six, twenty-four till the hour. Uh, telling us Ohio Valley headlines right now is Taylor Long. Good Friday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your seven news headlines on this December the eighth. After a lengthy search, Wintersville has named a new fiscal officer. Rachel Morrison, who will be part-time, was approved by Village Council Thursday night. They have been without one since February of 2022 when the previous one resigned. The village did have a traveling clerk from the state auditor's office assigned to them since then. Mayor Mike Petrella says they had a great interview with Morrison and believes she will be a great asset to the village. Now Morrison will take on her new role at the first of the year. And listen to this. Ohio State Highway Patrol Trooper Brody Robinson has been selected as the 2023 Cambridge District Trooper of the Year. This came after a recent announcement that he was named Steubenville Post Trooper of the Year, which made him eligible for the Cambridge District title. Lieutenant Robert Bodo says Robinson has great leadership abilities, professional ethics, and has an enthusiastic work attitude. Trooper Robinson says he works with a great group of people and he's thankful for his strong and supportive family. Now he is in contention with eight other troopers from across the state for the honor of being named the 2023 Ohio State Trooper of the Year. Over to Brook County now, Bernie's Kids was brought to life about 40 years ago by former Brook County Sheriff and Commissioner Bernard Kozinko as a way to help families in need at Christmas time. Bernie got the idea from his uncle who would repair bikes, wagons, or toys and give them to children. Following his death in 2011, the Brook County Sheriff's Association picked up the project and has carried on his tradition ever since. It's supported by fundraisers, donations by caring folks, and local businesses. A Brook High student raised funds through a 5K as her senior project and donated the money, and Bethany College's Light Up Night also raises money for the project. Organizers say if it weren't for them, they would never be able to do this. Distribution is in the coming week. That was a look at your headlines. Have a fantastic Friday, everyone. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Bring everyone out for some Nailers Wintertainment. Experience the excitement of an action-packed hockey weekend starting Frosty Friday, January 6th with $2 beers. See great athletes, amazing goals, and jaw-dropping hits. Game time 710. Then, on the 8th, it's a Sunday fun day. Skate with the team after the game. Puck drops 410. Join Nailers Army. Get tickets. Call 304-234-GOLD or go to wheelingnailers.com. I'm Coach Derek Army, and I'm drafting you for a hockey weekend. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. 
Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun to ride and sing in a one-horse open sleigh. Right, I know that's not one of the Beatles. We just did John Lennon earlier. That's not that's not one of the Beatles, right? Maybe the fifth Beatle. Uh, that's uh, Bing Crosby. They're bingo. They're bingo. You made a comment the other day, which is true. His reputation uh, as a human being was not particularly good. Now they say he was a real a-hole, Howard. Yeah, but, uh, but man. Even you, at Christmas time. When, when you watch him in the movies or you hear him sing these songs, I mean, he's like... Uh, He's like everybody's favorite uncle, right? You know, just, absolutely. You know, and uh, I think I, I read even Bob Hope wasn't too crazy about really? it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> We're not inviting Bing for Christmas uh, for Christmas this year. Um, listen, I'm going to give you, uh, if not today, tomorrow, a list. Uh, one of our listeners uh, got to me pr- privately and wanted to know if you had an email address, and I didn't know what it was, so I said. Because he, he has a list, a whole list of, he says, uh, eclectic songs he'd like you to look for. That's great. You can get me on the evenings on the CB radio, channel 18. <laughs> yes. I, my suggestion was <laughs> send me your list. Yeah, or better, yeah, go through Howard. And I will print it out and I will hand it to Bob. But he said uh, he was thanking you for doing some different kind of music. What did we do the other day? Uh, Jim Jefferson, Jim Jimerson was one of the songs that was there. And he said he appreciated the fact that you you recognized that particular performer before there was another performer who had done the same song. And he, anyways, bottom line was he said I think Bob's got a good ear for this. Well, great, thank unusual you. Music. Thank so you very much. He's going to send me a group of them and or the CB or you the CB. CB channel nineteen at night, eighteen to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Temperature roaming eh, around forty ish or so here in the Upper Ohio Valley. It is going to get warmer though. Tyler Vanji is here from the Big Seven to tell us about that. Good morning, Tyler. Hey, good morning, Howard. I heard you singing over there, or at least I thought it was you singing those Christmas carols. Apparently it wasn't. <laughs> I did. Hey, I listen, I love to sing Christmas carols. My grandson tells me, well, he says, um, uh, well, he says, uh, shut up, granddad. <laughs> 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 but but I do. I love, to, I love to sing all kinds of music, but, you know, there's something special to me about Christmas carols. You just, you know, they, they put you in the mood, and I always like to be in the mood. Although it's not going to be a Christmas feel today. It's going to be closer to a spring-like day, right? You're definitely not going to feel in the mood this weekend, Howard, as we head through these 60-degree temperatures. I don't know about that. Yeah. So uh, 40 right now. We're going to go up into the 50s today? Yeah, I got a for, uh, forecast to max out right around 59 degrees downtown Wheeling. But uh, overall, we'll, we'll average out right around the upper 50s. Possibly those south of I-70 seeing 60 degrees pop up on their forecast today. Pretty cool. Going to be sunny too, right? Yep, sunshine across the board. There will be some passing clouds, but overall, partly cloudy skies is how we'll close out this Friday. Right around 4 p.m., I expect the, the overcast skies starting to roll back in, just foreshadowing our system to come this weekend. A big rain event on Sunday. Yeah, and apparently it is a big rain event. I noticed the National Weather Service had posted what they call a hazardous weather outlook, and I wondered what in the world are they talking about. And it was the potential for really heavy rain, uh, and a lot of it on Sunday, I guess. That's exactly right. It, it more so, it's it's looking like it's going to slide right through central Ohio. So we might luck out in the aspect of missing the first initial heavy rainfalls, which would be good news for us. But still, we're going to average out anywhere between an inch, inch and a quarter of rainfall with this system. Definitely a rainmaker. The rain will start on Saturday in the evening, overnight hours, and then continue into Sunday. Is that the track that I'm seeing? 
Yep, I'm seeing some spotty rain around 3 p.m. on Saturday. Keep your umbrella in the car. You don't necessarily need it for your Saturday, but just a good word of advice. But heading right around 9 p.m. on our Saturday, that's when we're going to see the really heavy torrential rainfall making its way through central Ohio. Now, we're going to be, the temperatures will drop overnight. We're going to have warm days, but going to drop overnight. Does the rain turn to snow at any point or even flurries at some point? So, Heading through your weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you don't have to worry about the snow. The temperatures are still warm. That's all associated with a warm front. However, when we step into Sunday, the bulk of the rainfall and a passing cold front, that's actually going to knock our temperatures down on Monday right back to where we started. Overnight low on Sunday, right around 31 degrees. So Monday morning, we'll wake up to temperatures right around the freezing level. Northwesterly winds could usher in those snow flurries for our Monday morning. I'm not expecting any accumulations, but we'll keep you updated through this weekend. It's looking like it's lacking the moisture after after the cold air decides to arrive to give us that snow. All right, well, let's just take today. Today's going to be a good day, sunny, mid-50s, maybe close to 60 today, so uh, enjoy the day that we have today. Tyler, you and I talked briefly yesterday. I asked you about what the winter weather is going to be like. I mean, the the extended winter weather forecast. I saw on uh, your website, may have done this on air, I just didn't see it on the air, I saw it on, on your website, uh, you guys did an uh, Ohio Valley weather outlook for the rest of the year and going into the winter. Can you give me a quick overview of what that is? Sure thing. So this year, the Storm Tracker 17 is looking into uh, the setup where we'll see more of those clippers, those Alberta clippers that usually produce one to three inches of snow, but overall the next few months we're tracking a, an overactive January. So January seems to be that peak time where we're going to see, you know, the early days of January. We see a big snowfall. Thinking back to last year, that's when we had that Arctic outbreak, talking temperatures right around four degrees. Yeah. Similar patterns going to set up through this winter, but it's more so going to be a drier winter, so not a typical day-after-day snowfall, but we'll see some strong, robust systems such as this one, but it's not necessarily setting up to produce us snowfall, but for others, they'll definitely see some snowfall. So we're going to see similar patterns like this heading through the next few weeks and through the the, the months of winter, but overall, it's looking like a uh, more robust snowstorm type of, type of winter. Now, we had been... I lose track of these terms. You have have to correct me because help me because you guys are the weather guys and I'm just the dumb talk show host. I, we've gone through La Nina. Now we're going to go into an El Nino. Is that right? Or have I got it backwards? Or yep, yep. So this year, the past few years, we've had a La Nina setup. It's a little bit different. Uh, when we talk about El Nino, La Nina, a lot of people don't understand what that is. Well, basically put, it's warm, moist air and water down along the west side of south america why is that why do we talk about south america well that actually creates a different weather pattern here across the northern hemisphere or in our case north america over into central pacific what we typically see is a lot of cold dense air it's a cold current so a lot of the cold air is going to continue to push south what that does is sets up that typical pattern over washington i'm looking towards northwestern part of the country. So up towards Washington, typical rain spot. We see a lot of rain this time of year. Well, what that does is all that moisture sitting up towards the northwest is going to allow for a lot of cold, dry air to push over the Ohio Valley. And that's what we've been seeing over the past few weeks. But what we're not talking about is all that moisture sitting down to the south. And in a situation like we're having right now heading into this weekend, 
we're seeing all that cold, dense air push through central United States, developing that low-pressure system. By the time it makes it to us, it is pushing all that moisture down in the Gulf of Mexico, through Texas, all up across the East Coast. So we'll see a lot of moisture being pushed from the south up towards the north. And if not, we always have those unfrozen lakes to produce those good (laughs) blizzards that we see. Looking from your website uh, on the story about the uh, outlook, December we look for, uh, in general, near-average temperatures and near-average snowfall and above-average precipitation. January, uh, pretty much the same thing. It looks like then February things go below average on snowfall. So it looks like maybe not, again, not a not a wildly snowy winter, huh? Not a wildly snowy winter, but we do have the setup to see those good good snowstorms, not so much as a, a continual 1v2 inch, you know, 1v2z right, right. here and there. Right. All right. Hey, I appreciate it, Tyler. Good to talk to you. Uh, do, uh, do you? I know not for us, but do you work for the weekend? Are you on the weekend shift as well? That's right. I'll be here during this big rain event on Sunday. We'll keep you guys updated. We'll have to keep an eye on the creeks and streams if you live near those. Yeah, because it's going to be pretty good rain. All right. And then uh, we will talk to you again on uh, Thursday of next week. Thursday and Friday sounds good. All right. Thanks, Tyler. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thank you, guys. Tyler Vanji from the Big 7 WTRF-TV. Yeah, El Nino, La Nino, El Nogba. All I remember is uh, Quick Draw McGraw, the cartoon character. His superhero's name was El Cabong. That's about that's about all that, <laughs> that I remember. Seven fifty ten to the hour. Forty four at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Forty at the Highlands. Thirty eight in Elm Grove. And we're not sure what's going on here. I think the thermometers broke out. Yeah, I, I think I, I, it was so cold in here the other day. We think the thermometer may have gotten frozen. It says thirty five degrees, but I'm not sure that's right. But uh, forty four at the airport. Forty at the Highlands. Thirty eight in Elm Grove. That we know for sure. Uh, it is 7.50, 10 to the hour. Mr. Slider has the Steeler Report and more coming up. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. The holidays come but once a year, and Master Force is here to spread some cheer with drivers and drills and blades and bits. From sanders and saws to power tool kits, Menards has the value and savings, of course. Shop tools and accessories from Master Force. Find great stocking stuffers and gifts at Menards. Plus, don't forget about our gift cards. Hurry now for deals on Master Force. Available at Menards, of course. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense, or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Baby, when it's cold outside, it's warm on the Watchdog. Live, local, community-driven talk radio. Just the way you like it. The coffee is brewed, phone lines are open, and the morning team is ready to roll. From the Robinson Auto Group Studios, this is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe.
this song holly jolly christmas uh burl ives the late great burl ives probably among the reasons i like it is that burl ives well he uh it kind of looks like me <laughs> a little bit and uh his character uh on is it frosty no rudolph he does does he does the character on rudolph the rudolph show i like uh, i like it burl ives have a, and he that just sounds like christmas to me just you know that sounds like christmas he's pretty good at that it's seven to the hour here on the watchdog morning show uh time for slider on sports last night in pittsburgh howard the steelers playoff chances well they took a major hit the new england patriots up that upset the steelers on thursday night football 21 to 18 and snap their five game losing streak in the process the patriots who haven't been able to score 10 10 points in a game well they score 21 in the first half bailey zappi threw three first half touchdown passes for the patriots and they led 21 to 10 at halftime zappi finished the night 19 of 28 240 yards three touchdowns one interceptions uh the new england offense was uh was shut out in the second half. Uh, For the Steelers, Mitch Trubisky, he was 22 of 35 for 190 yards. He threw a touchdown pass, and he ran for a touchdown. Pittsburgh drops to 7-6 and and will now have a real tough time, Howard, making the playoffs. And frankly, uh, they don't don't deserve to be anywhere near – the playoffs for lots more talk on just how much the Steelers stink and all other sports talk. Join the Pine Room podcast at 12 o'clock this afternoon. Matt, Jared, Jubb, Coach, all those guys will be here in the studio. The Pine Room boys from noon to three today on the Watchdog Network and start your Saturday morning. Well, with us from seven to eight, Chris Lawrence in the West Virginia Outdoor Show. And then when Chris is finished up, from 8 to 9, it's the good old boys on sports with Bear and Bob. That is good old boys, not the old boys, as I well, said Well, we're yesterday. getting older, yeah. Good old boys, <laughs> good Howard. Good old boys on sports. And when we finish things up at 9 o'clock, uh, it's the Paul Harris Saturday morning sports huddle with your host, Dr. Angelo Georges, co-host Mike Florak, Hall of Fame sports writer Doug Huff, and all of that is put together by ace producer Ross Johnston. That's the Saturday Morning Sports Huddle, brought to you by Paul Harris, right here on the Watchdog Network, 9 to 12, Howard. Slatter on Sports Time, 7.56. I don't have my schedule. I think we have uh, basketball, WVU basketball tomorrow night, I think. We do, Howard. Uh, kicks off here at 3 o'clock. That's the pregame. It's WVU versus Drexel. You can hear that right here on the Watchdog Network. Again, that's Saturday and Central Boys Hoops. They, we kick things off also Saturday, but because of WVU, this might be the last time we have to do it. We'll be streaming that game on the Internet only. I know a lot of you uh, found it just fine this past week. We Pretty had a, simple. We did a, a streaming game. Um, we have When we have commitments with WVU particularly, uh, we're obligated to, and we want to because there's a probably a larger group of people who want to listen to WVU than a particular high school. 
Uh, so we're required to to put those on the air. But we move our high school game to watchdognetwork.com. And there are three buttons on there. One says WKKX, one says WVOY. You use those all the time. And there's a third button that if you click it most of the time, you hear But if you click it during the high school streaming games, you'll get the high school game itself. And that is an unusual starting time, Howard. I should get that out there. 5.30, that's Saturday here. Streaming only, Willie Central Boys Hoops. We open up and uh, Magnolia. All right, so check that out. Uh, again, that's streaming only, so do want to just – People are finding that finally. It's taken about a year for people to get the sense of that, but uh, people are, are finding that go. They're going to uh, going to the stream. So check that out. Um, my mind just went blank. Well, I thought you were reading. Well, I I try not to like <laughs> stop stop talking while I'm reading. Um, I was going to say something about uh, about the lineup for the weekend, but uh, I, I I'm getting old. Oh, we are, Howdy. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting older. <laughs> I'm getting older than anybody, I think. You know, you know, we have all this new equipment in here, and we have this policy now that you're not supposed to eat in the studio. Absolutely not, Howard. Somebody has done something in here in the studio. <laughs> oh no! Right Let's go here, to the cameras. Right here, in we don't. Thank God the cameras aren't turned on. <laughs> right here in front of the host chair, where I sit. There's all of this gooey white glaze. I mean, it's just you want to be just, might want to be careful of that DNA, Howard. It's a, it's a crusted on here. I Crusty I'm, DNA, I'm Howard. I'm not quite sure, <laughs> quite sure what this is. Although, I have some sense it. it we get you a wipe in between the break, here, it Howard. Could be left over from my glazed donut from yesterday. <laughs> I can get this cleaned off before the bosses get in here and take I'll a look. Get some wipes. Okay, thank you very much. It's probably Donnie Gilbert. We're going to blame it on Donnie. You now, look, let's blame it. I always blame it on Donnie when things. Did he have food in here yesterday? Not sure. I, knew, I heard he had a beagle in here. Yeah, I a dog, to, I know, yeah. Yeah, Nelson Crop brought a, a, a dog in. And, you know, it's just, it's not good for Nelson. He, he has Nelson on a lot, but Nelson is never able to talk about his campaign running for sheriff of Ohio County because he's always on the clock when he comes in with Don. And uh, we'll have to have him in uh, one day, one morning, Howard, when you get back. We need to do that. Well, actually, because there's going to be a race for sheriff. Um, um, and we we need to start getting ourselves ready for – we've been talking about the Senate race. We've been talking about the uh, the governor's race. And we've been talking, of course, about the mayor, the, uh, the mayor's race and the city council races. But um, there's going to be the sheriff's race and some other things, too. So we need to get – Get on to that. Uh, off the Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. Howard, it's time to pass the microphone to Bob and the Pine Room Boys. Well, I'm not really a part of the Pine Room Boys, but uh, Howard's not going anywhere. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm going to go because I need to, I'm sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> we'll be back. Down the street, say hello to friends you know and everyone you AM 1600 WKKX Wheeling, FM 97.7, AM 1370 WVLY Moundsville.